My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you are listening to episode six of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Uh, welcome this week. We, Oh, gosh. I've had a lot of stuff going on. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. Well, I had a lot of stuff going on. Um, really? Please, oh, yeah. Angela, tell us. Okay. I... I had family come into town, so yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about the last couple of weeks. I had family come into town. Uh, my oldest brother and his my oldest brother brought his family to Minnesota, where we're out of, and uh, he wanted to show the new baby to you know parents, grandparents, and, and me. I feel special. Uh, so yeah, I got to see him and his wife, and I hung out with his kids a lot while they were here. Um, turns out, they want to one day play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh oh, uh oh! <laughs> I'm excited. We got them hooked. <laughs> yeah, I, I got talking to them like Dungeons and Dragons, and and they're like, really? How do you play? Did they? Like, we, and we got talking about the different character types, and uh, Jane Ann decided that she would want to be an elf wizard, and okay. Zeke would be a halfling rogue, okay. and Fern, who really wasn't into the conversation, we figured she'd probably be some sort of druid. <laughs> sure. That's yeah. how it starts. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. Did they, did they have any prior experience? Oh no, they, that was basically so, their first time actually hearing about Dungeons and Dragons, oh, okay. and, and they're like, that sounds like fun! Next thing you know, they'll be in the basement <laughs> taking out their grid, taking out their player's handbooks, someone's gonna take out a Dungeon Master's Guide. I like I like how it's it's still, it, every time, it's still in the basement of somebody's house. <laughs> That's where it is. Hey, it's... It's easier to keep a basement set up in someone's room or living room well, or places where people actually want to go. It certainly has that ambiance feeling of being in a dungeon, so it I suppose does. it works. <laughs> yeah, it does. And another thing that happened over the last two weeks, I had a face painting gig for the SMA Walk and Roll. Those kids are great. I love doing that event. Guys, If you're if you're looking for... A cause to support and just not sure who you want to donate to the SMA uh, foundation they are a great one there what what is the SMA uh, oh gosh spinal muscular atrophy I believe it is so it's it's a basically a terminal childhood disease and uh, basically the Basically, the SMA Foundation is working on a cure for it, and yeah, I, I enjoy doing the walk and roll, and they're happy to have me back, and yeah. That's cool. Cool I've to support. Heard. Support them. It's awesome. Nice. And Edwin. You know, one thing about the SMA, it's one of those causes that don't really get any, yeah, it, any notice. I mean, like, I haven't heard, like... You know, like someone yeah. write a song for it or anything, or do like a like we are the world kind of thing. I mean, or it's a, not very or a viral YouTube challenge or a viral thing. real YouTube challenge. It's it's but 
one of the things that people have to know about the SMA is that it's a terminal illness that affects kids. Right. Yeah. So, so it's a really good cause to yeah, like they, support. And I was listening to their announcements. They've they're working really hard on treatment treatments and finding a cure. And they they announced that another drug to treat SMA and help make the life of these kids better. It, it's just been approved by the FDA yeah. and it's out on the market now. And yeah, so they're they're doing great things for these kids. Um, anyway, Edwin, you had something happen. You what watched, happened? <laughs> you watched wow. Dark oh, Crystal yes, yes, for yes. the first time <clears throat> ever? Yes, I did watch the 1982 Jim Henson, Jim Henson Company classic dark crystal and mainly because the next the the series dark crystal age of resistance just got released on netflix it's good and (laughs) it's good it's good here's one thing i have to tell say about watching dark crystal for the first time are you sure this is for kids (laughs) it is quite dark like i'm saying they're going like Kids are going to have nightmares. This isn't the Muppet Babies. Oh, this isn't the Muppets. The, this, this isn't Fraggle Rock. All I know is that the Skeksis really scared me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, blood is showing. People are, like, Muppets are dying. They're not <laughs> Muppets. They are puppets, but they're not Muppets. Well, There's a difference. So. I, mean, it's, I mean, it's just like, what the... Ooh, this is, this is a little traumatizing if I were well, a kid watching will, it for the first time. As someone who has watched the entire series, I will say it, it will get darker. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like, I remember distinctly saying to Angela, I was like, Did, was Jim Henson like tripping or something? Like he and Frank Oz when they started making this thing? Because it's like, this is way out of left field for them. Here's the thing, like, um... Because the Jim Henson Company also did the puppetry for the original Star Wars films, so they they yeah. know how to make like super realistic looking puppets. They know yeah. how to make puppets that look creepy, and you know, yeah, but you I, didn't have I think they puppets. It's I think it's more they had a statement that they wanted to make, and they had the art form to make that statement. Oh. So I will say now that the new dark crystal is a series instead of a movie make be prepared for for things to go more in depth past what the movie could not do because of time no here's a question i have to ask is that is the agent resistance the new one that's a prequel to this yeah it's a prequel yeah this is yeah this is oh that reminds me i was i was looking while you were starting that while i was Busy doing other things. By the way, why did you start it without me? Cry. Um, <laughs> it just started after the yeah. after that one done, was done. You know how Netflix yeah. is. Yeah, it's I just know. Auto plays. Anyway, so I wandered in while you were while you were watching the beginning of the first episode, and I was looking at the puppets like, wow, they did a really good job recreating they, the established characters. They actually combined puppetry with some CGI. Yeah, but of the tongues. Yeah, but like the puppets themselves, getting the faces recreated, right. like recreating the existing characters, that's like 
impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they the, did a very good job. Because the Skeksis, they had so much detail going on. And it was like, wow. There, you know, one thing, I, I have a lot of questions between the new one and the old one. Because, and especially how they're tied together. Because it's like, did that keeper of the sequence, what's her name? Oh. Agmar? Oh. Ag- Agma? Agma. Agma? Yeah, Agma. Something like that, I think. Yeah. How old is she? Because is she the she's same the, person? She's like the she's like the ancient. She's been around for as long as the planet has been. And this whole thing is like her fault? You'll you <laughs> I can't say. You'll have don't to watch ask, the final. Yeah, don't ask for spoilers, out. Edwin. I, know I am asking for spoilers. You only yeah. watch you only watch the, the beginning. You, if you don't want spoilers, don't ask of, for them. I feel like I feel like if I'm gonna watch this thing, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of like a lot of plot holes because um, or like fillers because the thing is I thought in the beginning of the first movie they were talking about they were talking about the crystal of truth became the dark crystal when it sharded off like when it no I mean when the shard came off I, when, I when know, it went crack, right um, and then all of a sudden uh, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I will say this even when you binge watched it you will still have questions oh bother i know <laughs> i know it's... and you know questions <sighs> having questions during a show just means there's answers coming in the next season and maybe more questions chances... that should be answered is Chance, this chances are you'll probably talk about it in the next episode <laughs> is this gonna be just a seasonal it's gonna be there's gonna be seasons it's... this isn't just I... like a mini series i thought anything. there was gonna be another season but yeah. i don't know well i'm i'm before. hoping uh, yeah, I haven't even started watching it yet, and I, I'm already hoping for a second season. <laughs> I, I, I watched it all, and there are still questions. There's still loopholes that needs to be tied. I think, okay. and I can't yeah, say so, anymore. All right, yeah, well, so, so I will, I'm going to watch it. When, be when patient, a, young yeah, Padawan. Exactly, because <laughs> when a series has a season end with loose ends, that just makes it more satisfying to have another season or it could be open to interpretation i mean See, i don't it mind it open. so much i don't mind it so much in series like the like like these you know like like this <clears throat> but when it comes to like it really i mean it really just just gets to me when it happens in movies and especially when i have to watch like a half a movie to get answers and I have to wait for like another two years and I'm sitting there going like I can't believe I just spent ten dollars watching a half a movie but it's that's the reason why it's a series oh yeah I don't mind it so much yeah but end rant (laughs) but here's but it better end I'm so glad that this is in Netflix and not like in a network on a network somewhere where they can just like cut it without anything because there's a reason why I stopped watching network television. Network television, right, right. where they, I'm like so into a move to to a show, right? And I can name you like half a dozen shows that I was into, and all of a sudden, boop, it's gone, and no resolution, no nothing. It just cuts. Yeah. Like like the series ends then, or the season. It ends. It, it simply got canceled. It just simply and got canceled. Never- Almost Human. That was the one that I never forgave TV for. 
almost yeah. was very good and I think, then it I got cancelled. I think everybody can can uh, reminisce on Firefly. Firefly. That that's the that most one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah it, TV, why do you betray us? And you know, it's it seems to me like they get they get cancelled just as they're picking up steam just because, you know, it's a little bit niche and uh you know, it's it didn't pick up the ratings as fast as and then, and then what do they do? They cancel it and they put reality television in its place. Right. I'm Which like, oh my stupid. gosh, come on. Well, I'm, though, I'm not a fan of of reality television. Even though the ratings were good, it still could get canceled. And that's what bothers me. It's like, well, then why have ratings then? Seriously. Uh, well, I'm glad that there's, there's, uh, there's, there's uh, companies like Netflix, Amazon... And companies you know, that love us that can do that, they can just like pick the stuff up and go, okay, we're gonna continue it. Yeah, like, network dropped it. Hey, it's got ratings. People are looking for it. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> Anyways, let's. Uh... Well, um, Pam had an interesting conversation. Just, 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 just very briefly, okay. So I had this, I had this conversation <coughs> with a coworker. I hope he's listening, but um. Green tea rice. <laughs> I don't know how I'm I feel about say. that. I he says that it was a thing. Unfortunately, you uh, it, he uh, someone cooked it for him. It can't be found in restaurants, on, but um, there are recipes found on the internet. There was one that had matcha powder and sake and sesame seeds, and it just sounded lovely. But I'm. Probably hoping to try it soon, so who knows? Maybe yeah. I can talk yeah. more about it. <laughs> yeah, tell after you try it, tell us more about it on the air. Um, it and listeners, if you've ever tried it before, uh, you know, feel free to send us a recipe for Pam to try out, and she'll she'll pick one from somewhere. Can I? Um, can I? Dun- just... Dungeon Diners at gmail.com. That's our email. What, Edwin? <laughs> Okay. Rice is a sacred thing in Filipino culture, in Asian cultures for that matter. Rice is something like, you have to think about it as, as sacred scripture. You can't really, it takes, if, if you add something to it, there better be like a whole host of panels of like, of elders and... <laughs> You know, Ed, you know giving is, its blessing. Edwin is offended by this new rice form. Pam is offended that Edwin is offended. It is. It is. As an Asian, not to mention a Filipino, as, you know, same as you. Um, and I am also loving green tea and I love rice. <laughs> the fact that you are offended. I'm not offended. It's not, I'm not. I'm not trying to offend anybody. It's just that the, rice is one of those things where, where you're, you're just offended. Where you have to be. I feel like you <laughs> sort of have to be careful, because because I remember going into like family get-togethers, and someone decides to go a little adventurous with the rice. <laughs> and that's where the magic happens. And 
either it bombs and fails and nobody tells and you know and someone's like sneakily trying to make normal rice in the kitchen <laughs> hey hey edwin i put ketchup on rice how do you feel about that now i'm offended <laughs> <laughs> Ketchup is horrible. Why would you do such a thing? I don't know what you're talking about. Ketchup is awesome. I mean, I mean, okay, like we do have our weird, we do have our like sort of like, I guess, like fusiony like dishes in the Philippine culture, like champurado, which is like chocolate with rice. It's like a rice soup, right? Sure. And then there's garlic rice, and which is. A, a safe version of like fried, fried rice. rice. Yeah. Yeah. So green tea. <laughs> to I don't know. Each, to each their own, but I'm willing to try green try tea it. rice. Yeah. Try it, and I'd like to know. As long as you is. don't put ketchup on rice, I yeah. won't do that. <laughs> not, at least not in front of you. So I will. I will have at least that much respect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, let's move on to our next segment. Uh, OMG, shut up and listen. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Okay, Edwin, you saw a trailer for something and you got really excited. Tell us about okay, that trailer. Okay, so I, got, I had some free, I got some free codes for for a couple of games. Uh, one of them was a, was a game on Epic Games, and while I, I had to install the the Epic Games um, program here to get it. And while it was downloading, I was scrolling down the um, the store here, and I came across this. Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or your family actually seen spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Just pick up the phone and call the professional. Call the Ghostbusters. That's right. <laughs> Ghostbusters, the video game is getting remastered. I am so excited. Oh my gosh. You know what? Anybody who's known me since I was a little kid, I was a Ghostbusters fanboy. I had an Ecto-1. I had a Proton Pack. And I went around the neighborhood shooting my Proton Pack when I was in first grade. You can laugh at me all I want, but that just proves I'm a freaking nerd about this. <laughs> and when I saw this for the first time, I was... Oh! Where were you when this happened, Angela? <laughs> I was walking through the room, and all of a sudden he's like, Angela, Ghostbusters game, Ghostbusters! <laughs> No, this oh, was a remastered wow. version, and I didn't yeah, know it's... that this was another version. I guess the original non-remastered version. This is the first time I've seen this, and I was like, "Where was this in my life?" Well, <laughs> why did it just show up right now? Better late than never. Because the and... last, the last game I played, the last Ghostbusters game I played was for the Sega Master System. Oh my god! It was old and this was for the first video game uh this was for the first movie and it was top down and you're going around manhattan looking for ghosts you could pick your your ecto-1 version and it was just pixel 8-bit goodness (laughs) 
you know, it was really good for the time. And now I'm seeing this and I'm just like, when is this coming out? By the way, it comes out October 4th. And yeah. Wait, Oct October 4th this year? Of this year. Well, happy birthday, Edwin. That's your birthday present. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so good this. So, so during October 4th and then sometime after, Edwin will, will be unavailable. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> We'll be having to say, Edwin, push the button. <clears throat> Can't. Playing game. Playing Ghostbusters. You push the button yourself. I don't know which button. That's basically what the show will be like as soon as Edwin gets the game. Hopefully not in reality, <laughs> but... There is such a thing as a save function. Well, I hope. <sighs> okay. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. So any other Ghostbusters fans out there, that game is for you. Um, next up is Let Me Tell You a Thing. Is that really a thing? Hey, what you mean by that, crack? This time around, it's my turn to ask the question. Because I've been, I've been kind of over, you know, looking over Edwin's shoulder while he's watching some tech shows. And they keep using these clear computer cases. Edwin, what's up with that? Why... Why is this desirable? I don't get it. Two words. <laughs> There's just only two words why this is desirable. Show off. And that's it. Isn't that one word? Showing off. Showing off is two words. It is two words? Or is showing it, off. Is it hyphenated? No. I think show off is hyphenated, but showing off is two words. Okay, fine. Way back in the day <laughs> when we had beige computers... Right, standard compact Packer Bell. We weren't really making prefabricated computers. It was an enclosed case. There wasn't really much to see. It was just a bunch of wires hooked up to a bunch of boards and and drives. Not, nothing really fun to see. Right. The only people who were interested in those kind of things and they had their open cases were people like me. You know, tech geeks who who love circuitry boards and processors and like, oh, cool. You have a new Pentium 4HT in there? That's awesome. That's sort of thing, you know? And glass cases, things started to get more, I want to show you, PC builders uh, market, you know, got bigger and bigger. Things, things like... Showing off your graphics card, how many fans you had, or even you had like water cooling, and then RGB lighting came along, and you know, like fins because everybody knows that fins make things faster. I'm fins? kidding, I'm kidding, <laughs> and you know, like fins on the, on the RAM, fins on the graphics card, fins on the you know, the bigger the cooler you had, the better, you know. Things started to get very showy where they started putting dye in, in water cooling systems yep. to make it different colors. Um, there's, even, there's even a uh, position in the, on the, in the case called show-off position. Are you serious? <clears throat> yeah. It's, we call it the show-off position. It's when, it's when you turn the graphics card... 90 degrees so that the fans show show when people look 
in the in the uh, in the case, and there's RGB lighting on the graphics card, and there's tubes for water cooling coming out of that thing, going to pumps and reservoirs, and even the reservoirs for the water coolers are getting bigger, and gets and people are putting like bubbling systems there is, just to wow. Is, yeah. is it true that <clears throat> someone built a uh, built a computer case and then they had live fish in it? Yeah. Wow. wow. You can do that. I wasn't quite sure if that was real or fake. I'm like, it depends on how big. I mean, it depends on on a number of different factors, like how big your reservoir is, or are you actually submerging submerging your entire case inside the water? Well, I've know. seen people do. I mean, their their entire motherboards inside the the cooling system. I've seen that. I don't know how they do it, but they're doing it. That sounds dangerous. It sounds very dangerous, but <laughs> I mean, they can do. I mean, when it comes to to PC building, it, you can do a lot of things oh, now. Yeah. And the number one thing that people want to show you is, look at my system. It's got RGB lighting. It's got it's got water cooling. You know, and that's basically what it is. Although, okay, okay, so I get it. I get the show off <clears throat> portion of it. But what about practicality? I mean, nowadays, people want more more desk space. So they go for either, like, or I do at least. I usually go for the smaller cases because I like as much desk space as possible. Well, I don't have... Angela's actually got the... I've the got, gaming computer. Yeah, in the I've house. got the gaming computer. I have a I have a gaming laptop because I like portability. Right. And I do a ton of stuff with Premiere Pro and in Audition and, and all the rest. And there's always one thing about having a gaming PC versus like a gaming laptop or okay. a smaller case. It's the heat factor. The more stuff, the more power you have in a case. Right, especially when you're talking about dual graphics card, you know, i9 um, processors, Intel processors, they get hot. And the number one reason why it's in a case is strictly for cooling purposes. It's bringing air in and taking air out and keeping that ventilation and cooling going. So... So, are the are the clear cases generally a little bigger than to facilitate no. that cooling, or no? No, it's just it's whatever you want to put in there. I mean, you you you, you have to put so essentially four hard drive somehow in there. Or so it's, essentially, it's not more practical. It's not less practical. It's just for showing off. Well, it's for for the clear cases. Yeah, it's for showing off. The clear cases are strictly huge, for showing off. Yeah, you can have huge cases to have no clear like plexiglass you know around it that's full size but usually people want bigger cases because they're putting a lot more stuff in there full motherboards instead of like half you know like small form factor motherboards or they're putting in dual graphics cards in there um or they're putting a crap ton of hard drives in there for whatever reason or what have you it's just whatever they they feel like so so basically if i had picked out a clear case you'd be picking out all kinds of lights so you could show it off to your computer nerd friends probably (laughs) 
So if so if you buy a clear case but just stale typical parts, it, it's not. Then you've it's, com- it's not you've completely thing. missed but the point of a clear yeah. case. <laughs> but here's the other here's the other flip side to that. There's there's this thing that I'm really getting into, and I'm, I kind of want to do it just to just to um just to have one, I guess, and just try to like you know sort of like I've always had this thing about about sleepers even with even with cars you know like you get like a junky car out there and you're sticking a ton of like power in it and really like high-end like uh, gear in it you know and nobody would suspect that a ford escort can go 200 miles an hour down the road it's the same thing with computers people are grabbing like old 1980s early 90s whatever these old boxes that look like it just came out of a computer warehouse and they're sticking like, you know, um, RTX cards in there, dual RTX cards, high-end um, processors with like a ton of memory and high-end motherboards. <clears throat> and it's it's like, what is this piece of junk doing on your desk? But then when you <laughs> turn it on and you open up that case. It's like, whoa, it's a whole different world. <laughs> and I am I'm really intrigued by that because because it's 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 so juxtap you know, juxtaposing of what it is. So basically you're saying your next computer is either going to be a sleeper or a clear case. I kinda wanna do a sleeper rather than a clear case. Alright. But you Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I get it a little. It's it's showing it's being a show off. And but not really, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. not, you know, it's not the first, it's, the, it's only... the first thing that people might notice because it's like, why do you have such a crappy system on your desk? <laughs> <laughs> well, but having a clear case is more, you have your buddies over like, check it out, check it out. Look what I did with my computer. Yeah. Okay. So. There it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I get it a little better now. <laughs> All right. So our next segment uh, we rolled a dinner check, and let's tell you how that went. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. Okay, so like I said, we rolled a dinner check. What we've done is we've created a list of restaurants um, that they're basically going to be randomly in our list. We're trying to get restaurants that are local, uh, mom and pop. Um, if, if they're chains, it's got to be an extremely local chain or, or basically small enough to where, you know, it hasn't really been heard of. <laughs> But basically, we're trying to avoid chains, and we're trying to keep it as local as possible, so we can get attention to some local restaurants. So you know, if you're traveling through the area, you might want to hit up a certain type of restaurant or go visit kind of a hidden gem. Um, and then we roll a dice to see which number on the list we get, and that's where we go. Uh, so last time we rolled a thirteen, which was Octo Fish Bar. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's start off with the basics. This Octofish Bar <clears throat> is located in St. Paul. Yep. Right close to... It was close to the CHS field yeah. where the Saints play. Right. In Lower Town. Right. St. Paul Saints, local minor league baseball. Great team. I Love them. I don't know about you guys, but I had a little bit of a tough time trying to find it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that was our, well, second problem. That The area that it's in, it's really difficult to get parking. And then you find parking, you get up to the location, and Octo Fish Bar is not the main label on the building. It, it's not. It, the main label on the building is... <clears throat> Uh, marketplace i think and it that building hosts like four or five different little businesses right and our fish bar is just one yeah so it's it's got four or five cooperating small businesses doing different food things um we did have a really helpful service or really helpful server I wish I had gotten her name. She, uh, yeah, I yeah. That either sorry, but yeah, she she that, was that very was helpful. One good thing about it, I mean, yeah. the servers are very nice and not, I, it seems knowledgeable of the food. Can I just say one thing about the location? Yeah. <clears throat> the it was right next to the C. It was near the CHS field, right? Uh huh. And we did go on a Saturday night. And, and it was in the middle of a game. It, it was in really the middle of a game. But I completely forgot that when you drive into St. Paul and you're trying to find parking on a Saturday night, good luck. And yeah, we didn't plan that very well. <clears throat> yeah, and if you were going there like on a Tuesday night when there was no game, and the, I don't know if you could park at the CHS field parking lot that was right in front of the building. That's a whole different story. But, I mean, anybody who goes into, like, St. Paul or Minneapolis, I always tell them, take the light rail, take the train, take a bus, because you'll feel better at the end of the day. So. <laughs> All right. So on to the food. We had a few different um, appetizers going on. Um, we had the tuna poke, um, which it was. It was pretty fresh. The seasoning was light. Um, I think their point was letting the tuna shine. Right. Um, but yeah, it there was not a lot of seasoning, so the tuna did shine. Um, We also got the Point Judith Calamari, um, which normally calamari can end up a little chewy. And this, I, I was pleasantly surprised by how tender the calamari was. Um, the breading was crispy and light, uh, at, and it came with two different dipping sauces. It had a um, namchim sauce. And a lemongrass aioli. Uh, I liked both sauces, but I preferred the namchim. And Pam, I think you preferred the namchim too, didn't you? That was the spicy one. Yeah, I think so. Actually, I liked both sauces, but the namchim one, I I was surprised I liked. Yeah, um, but you were disapp- 
you were a little disappointed that it the breading wasn't as crispy as you like. Yeah, I hardly... There was hardly any breading to yeah. taste. There was hardly any calamari to taste, in my yeah. opinion. Um, I had better calamari somewhere mm. else than here, unfortunately. Yeah, so it... It, it while it was nice and tender, um, yeah, it, it, the flavor profile of the calamari itself wasn't hugely impressive. Edwin, what were your thoughts on that one? It was salty. <laughs> well, it was. It I've seen. I've had calamari that had the right amount of seasoning in it, and I had, and it had better like texture uh a texture profile for the breading and this one was just like missing it because the only thing that I could taste was the salt and the sauce has sort of helped on it but you're never gonna you never want to use the sauce as a cover-up for yeah for the calamari and the only the only time that it was actually like okay this made a little bit of a difference was when I decided to put the the lemon oh, on the calamari, yeah, the and then yeah, and then that sort of negated a little bit of the uh, the saltiness of it. <clears throat> That's just my opinion. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's that was the thing. It was just like, yeah. wow, this is. And then the yeah, the other <clears throat> uh, appetizer we got was. Um, Jellyfish. I think they were calling it small plates rather than appetizer. But we yeah. got the jellyfish. That jelly. That <laughs> actually was surprisingly good. Yeah. That that was surprisingly good. It sounded alarming. It looked alarming. It was just nothing but slime. <laughs> it looked like nothing but slime. But yeah, it and it was surprisingly crunchy. Um, the flavor was, of that one was actually pretty good. It wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't crunchy, but it was well, more like. I felt like I was eating, like soft cartilage. Yeah, that's what that's what the server yeah. said. It was yeah. cartilage, and which was really surprising to me because when I think of like, I mean, anybody who's you know swam in the ocean, especially in the East Coast, you know, and you encounter jellyfish, they don't. One thing you don't think about is cartilage, you know, and you stiffness. You think of these little floating things in the ocean just going. Whoop. Bloop, yeah. Bloop. I thought I was gonna eat like I thought I was gonna eat like oh a big ball of slime. Yeah, I, I was like, what are you giving give me a fork for? I need a spoon because this is just gonna be. <laughs> yeah, now the the texture though, um, rather than being hugely slimy and all that, it was very reminiscent of a seaweed salad yes. texture. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a good depiction. <clears throat> yeah. That was um, yeah, that was what I what I was thinking about when I was eating that. It was surprisingly good, and I and I, I I kept eating it. Yeah, so yeah, it, that one you know it was alarming, and we were a little afraid of it, but it did taste really good. Um, let's see, the main dishes that we got, we got uh, Jeff got sea bass. Um, uh, yeah, he he commented while we were there that it was it was well cooked. But the sauce to him was not anything special. Yeah, he said that the pres- the presentation was good, but that was probably the only thing that was good about it. He didn't think it was 
uh, worth the price. It seemed bland. Um, uh, he's just, I guess he was just thankful that it was well cooked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you got the king crab pasta. Yeah. You <laughs> said, I, I think we all found that rather um, <clears throat> underwhelming. I gave you guys even a little portion of the crab. Yeah. The, you guys could not yeah, taste it, the crab. Yeah, it, was there actually crab in there? Yes, there was actually. There crab. was actually crab in there. You had a bite, just, that was actually a bite of crab that you took. Because the sauce, whatever sauce that were you they're using, it, that it creamy drowned, sauce, it just drowned the it, taste. It wasn't even a really strong flavored sauce. It just, it didn't complement it, and you know, yeah. even when, even when they first presented it to me, I could hardly see the crab. It was buried in like a vegetable, and then underneath it was the pasta. And there was a lot of pasta. And I I wanted more of the crab and less of the pasta. Yeah. And actually, while Edwin was having that little nibble, he ended up with the piece of shell. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah. Um, the lobster roll, though, was... That which, was good. Yeah, Edwin and I shared that. And that was actually really good. In fact, I think that's the lobster roll is the most um, photographed. Most dish. photographed, probably the most ordered, and probably the the most popular item on the dish yeah. or on the menu. And we can see why. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it was it's, unique. Even the was, presentation was unique. The the roll that they were using was unique. And, and mind you, it wasn't a sushi <clears throat> roll. Just to clarify it, um, it was an actual like bread roll yeah yeah so it so that was like they they were going for kind of a new england lobster roll with a little bit of japanese fusion to it um with the tobiko and i think they said there was miso in it so it Mm -hmm. that that was probably the one super flavorful dish I think it's that was, their saving grace. Yeah. <laughs> if I was, I mean, if I was invited to go back there by for whatever reason, I that's probably the that. only thing you would get. just get. That I would just, and I would just get the jellyfish. That. And yeah, and then I people like, and, hey, try the jellyfish. It's and you good. know what? That was served with a side of fries. Their fries, fries are, are actually yep, pretty good. The, Edwin mm-hmm. says those are actually French cut. <laughs> French cut fries. Yeah, the the really skinny ones. So yeah. those were actually good. Um. And that we did decide to try their desserts. Uh, we found out the desserts were all made by Salty Tart, which is another little place in that same building. Uh, but Edwin got the pecan pie. And what were your thoughts? You you did say that it was definitely a fresh pie. That was a fresh pie. And that was not like, okay. Pecan pies to me are is like the pie for me. Like I get really, really picky about my pecan pies. I've made pecan pies before. I've developed pecan pies before. And when when it came time to dessert, we were so overwhelmed by the meal that you were almost hesitant to order it. Yeah, I was a I was a little hesitant to order this, but when it came, oh my gosh, it was one of the best pecan pies i've had now i don't know if i should give credit to octobar for this since it didn't come really straight out of their their kitchens Mm, 
I think we'd have to give the credit to Salty Tart. Salty Tart. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was nice. It wasn't like firm, you know, like it didn't feel like it was frozen at all. And the crust was absolutely perfect. Mm. And it wasn't overly sweet. It wasn't, you know, there was a nice balance between a, between the sweetness and the saltiness. And the texture of the filling versus the uh, the pecans themselves. It wasn't like stuffed to the gills with pecans. There was actually filling in there. And the only the top layer was pecans. You know? So yeah. the texture was right. Excellent. <clears throat> and then I got the key lime pie. It had so much whipped cream on top. But the, the pie itself um, was actually nice and tart and rich and i kind of i kind of actually really liked that the pie itself was tart yeah it was not subtle it was not (laughs) Not subtle subtle. at all it just like punched you in the face but i actually really like that in that key lime pie because i've had key lime pie in the past i've made key lime pie in the past that is just you know yeah it's got that key lime flavor but it's a little on the it's a little on the sweet side and I I enjoyed that, and you know it had a lot of whipped cream on top to compensate for that tartness. <laughs> and you I, need, by golly, you and, needed that whipped cream. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it was bad. It was really good, especially with the whipped cream. But I was not expecting the bite back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I I'm a fan of that key lime pie. Um, and then you and Jeff shared. I can't remember what they actually called it, but it was like a dark chocolate pudding. Yes. Yes. O-M-G. Um, I don't, it was really rich. Uh, it was it was very cool and thick, but 100% dark. If you don't like dark chocolate, you might not like it. I know you didn't. <clears throat> no, I'm not I, a really big fan of dark chocolate. I, I tried a bite. I really liked it. But, oh, it was so rich. I'm actually surprised that I was actually able to finish it. Jeff kind of gave up halfway. But I'm like, wow. <laughs> but it was really good. I was stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so overall, we were impressed by the dessert, but we really couldn't give credit to Octo Fish Bar for the dessert because it came from Salty Tart. So Salty Tart, good man, job. Th- good job. Thumbs good job, up all the way. Definitely go. I am for surely going to go back there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And... Yeah, absolutely. I I would not mind stopping by Salty Tart to get a full pie to bring home or something. Yeah. I I I really liked those desserts. But for Octofish Bar itself, um, you know, I'm trying to grasp at stuff stuff that was good. Uh, the atmosphere. Yeah, it it had a really. It was a trendy. Atmosphere. It, it was it, trendy. It, yeah, it was very trendy. It had kind of that industrial look yeah. going on with it and open floor plan and um, they were kind of hinting at kind of that um new england boston yeah kind of yeah yeah, kind of vibe to it, yeah. It, it was kind of reflecting on that but it was very very trendy the food was very very pretty but i think the it stops there yeah it stops there um which, which to me is a little 
it's a bit disappointing. Like, it, I don't, oh, it yeah, we, we, wanted, <clears throat> I mean, we wanted to like it. We, yeah. we were so excited to go to it, and we were Especially so... Especially the, the price point was like, it uh, didn't match yeah. the taste. Yeah, it, right. Um, and the serving sizes were very small. Yeah. It, it was all... I mean... It was all very trendy, and it 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 was too focused on trend. And I it, mean, in, in my opinion, I kind of like that idea of different different portion sizes like they had the smaller plates then they had the bigger plates and then everything in between but i cannot justify that cost though yeah it was it was too it was far too um on trend and not there enough in the flavor department can i just say for someone that's named octo fish bar just because you had one octopus um dish in there does not deserve your name does not deserve so octo that there was not it. more octopus on and the menu you know what even fish i didn't think there was that many fish no. i would have loved to see more whole whole things in yeah. on the menu like if i want to get if i want king crab get wanna, the crab i want to see i want to see you want to see the legs and claws right you know right if at, I'm gonna at, get... at least a claw sitting on top of the yeah, on top of the dish, you know, like it's like that. I mean, it's I don't mind spending money for good, you know, yeah. seafood because yeah. I know seafood is expensive. Yeah, right. seafood right. is expensive. But you have to treat it. It has to be treated with respect. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I I think if you were to ask them, they would probably be like, "We're trying to put the seafood first. We're trying to be minimalistic. Minimalistic is trendy." That does not necessarily mean that it's always done correctly. Well, minimalistic, when it comes to like like well, cuisine and minimalistic, you're not doing a whole lot to it. Yeah, and this, it, I think they were, they're they, they're mixing, covering up, with minimalistic. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's, I, I was not impressed. So, um, yeah. yeah, we we decided on where it would land on the roll of a d20 uh after we left yeah um <laughs> jeff said that for him it would be a 12 he was nice yeah he, he was being nice <laughs> um <coughs> pam you gave it a 10 i gave it a straight 10 there's yeah. a lot to improve in my opinion yeah edwin also gave it a 10 yeah um i gave it an 11 because, you know, it, it, there, there were some good things there. Right. Just, you know, basically, it just barely passes an easy check. If, if you were to give it anything harder than an easy check, you know, that would fail so hard. That's the reason why I gave it, like, a hard No, Angela and I went to Red Lobster a couple days ago. Edwin, we and we ordered a couple of items at Red Lobster that are basically the same thing. But you guys felt happy afterwards, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, because Angela got the snow crab, and lo and behold, there was snow crab. Ooh, you know, and she was sitting there cracking it up. I, I was a happy camper. Yeah, um, I, I you got, you got a lobster roll. I got a lobster roll. And that that was the. I mean, <clears throat> I think that's the one dish. Where Octo Fish Bar did shine a little yeah. more than Red Lobster. Right. Oh, yeah. What else did we get there? There was something else that was on the menu. At I got o- a poke. Yeah, you got the poke. Yeah. And it, it's basically 
it was basically the same thing. It was basically the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it was basically the, the same thing. Oh, like half on, the price. On both, yeah. <laughs> and so, it actually tasted well. It wasn't too salty yeah, or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah, so... And I'm not saying that Lard Lobster is my standard. No, not not by any means. I would say McCormick and Schmick is my standard when it comes to, like, American seafood. Yeah. You know. I, but, I, I would need a refresher. It's been a while since I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> but in my... I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it was just... Does it qualify for the list? It might. It doesn't. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah, that's right. It oh, doesn't. Well. Oh, well. Darn. There's well, too many of them around the... Outside the country, darn. Okay, never mind. (sighs) We'll just have to go there anyway. So, anyway, that's our review of Octofish Bar. Yeah, I mean, hey, we could be wrong. You go over there, try it out, and I'd love to see what you guys think about it. We could have just had a bad day. Yeah, who knows? The Saints game was going on. Yeah, (laughs) blame the Saints game. (laughs) Yeah, we'll, we'll blame the Saints game. But yeah, we, but we were disappointed by that and uh speaking of uh failed skill checks i've got a uh, story of a D character for you now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures okay so one of the newest campaigns that i'm part of pam is also in and edwin's dming that one uh we have our characters we've got uh, Kaylin. Kaylin. Kaylin is a level five half elf, half elf rogue, and we've got Thicket. Uh, he is a. You don't know rogue? your own character. <laughs> I well, these That's are not... these are my no Thicket. Thicket, Thicket is, is Jeff's just. Oh, character. Thicket is Jeff. Thicket. Um, it, he's I, not. A, he's not a rogue. I'm the rogue. <laughs> he is a fighter. No. He's a tank, I know. Yeah, I think he is a fighter. He's a fighter, but he's also a, uh, what is it, a shapeshifter? <gasps> yeah, he's a shifter, shifter fighter. Sorry. Yeah, because he's got three actions. <laughs> <laughs> Too then, much of Edwin's dismay. <laughs> anyway, and then we've got Frank, who is a human wizard, and Nubbins, of indeterminate race, who is a cleric. Well, we're we're running a module with this one, so I can't really give too many details. Only uh, at one point, uh, they they were on their way to rescue some townsfolk. Well, it was going well. They'd fought some kobolds and whatnot, and they were on their way into a keep and sneaking their way through. Now, Nubbins is not the most graceful being out there. He's just gone through a growth spurt. He's taller than he thinks he is. And, you know, he knows he's not the most dexterous of people. Well, they got into the keep. They fought their way into it, and they had managed to get in mostly unnoticed. Oh, we should be fine. Of course we should be fine. There's nobody real close. We're good. We... We just need to get across this space, and we're in without anyone being any the wiser. Well, Thicket goes across, and he he manages to sneak very well. And Kaylin, naturally, she sneaks well. 
Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and even Frank manages to sneak across without making a sound. And then it was Nubbin's turn. He was trying to avoid sneaking. He was trying ever so hard. <laughs> and what happens? He, he, he's crouched behind some barrels and crates and he's about to make his way across the field in the keep to where the others were waiting for him. And he trips over his own feet into the crates and the barrels with a nat one. Oh, I missed my, uh, I missed my halfling, my halfling luck so much at that moment. And naturally, they did have to fight. They they survived, and it, I think that was. I think that was a, well, that was one tough fight. Though, it was. Wasn't it? it was a fairly tough fight and yeah, close quarters. Died. Yeah, we nearly died. <laughs> I tried not to kill you guys. You know that. Right? I I know. I but yeah, all because Nubbins <laughs> failed so spectacularly at a stealth check. Ah, poor clumsy nubbins. Huh. Anyway, uh, that's our show. We've got one last thing for you. Uh, I mentioned that I had my brother in town and his kids came with him and his wife and all of them. Um, and <coughs> we actually went to the state fair with them and i got to borrow the kids to do some first timer state fair food reviews hey i got to go too yeah (laughs) 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 running around with the kids in the state fair and edwin (laughs) and edwin but we we had a blast and they got to try some new foods um and so for your entertainment Newbie foodie All right, reviews from go. the state fair. Here's the state fair. Names okay? All right. Hey, everybody. We're at the state fair at Minnesota State Fair. Uh, we're going to try some foods. Uh, let's introduce our uh, guest food testers. We've got, uh, first we've got Gina. And introduce yourself, Gina. Say hello. Hi. And next we have. Zeke. We've got Zeke. Zeke. And then, what's your name, Fern? <laughs> Hello. Alright. Hey, Fern. Alright. And first we've got the Tom Thumb Mini Donuts. These are a favorite of mine. We'll see what the kids think. Alright. Zeke, here's yours. Fern, here's yours. Gina, and here's Fern, yours. Fern, you the whole thing! <laughs> it's pretty warm, isn't it? <laughs> we thought Gina and his mother. Oh, Gina didn't like sweet. Alright. Seeker, what do you think? Great. It's great? Fern, what do you think? Good. It's good? Delicious. Delicious? Alright. So, can I have one? Yeah, you can have one now. <laughs> oh, it's I told you, they're quite warm. They're, these are fresh out of there. You can start grabbing them now. Alright. Plenty to go. It's like... And we, we got a bunch of these. What do you think? Thumbs up for thumb thumbs? Thumbs up. Last time, last time I got these. That's six thumbs up over they, uh, there. 
Last time I got these, a famous chef, a celebrity chef, like, put it in line in front of me just to get this. That was rude. <laughs> It was kind of funny. He was rather polite about putting in line, but he was very polite about putting in line. I didn't realize he was blocking the line. So. I didn't realize he was famous <laughs> until I saw him, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Andrew Zimmer. <laughs> All right. So, not the mini donuts. All right, Ed. All right. Okay, so this this is poutine, and this is a Canadian. I don't know what poutine is. It's a Canadian dish. It's basically fries with cheese curds and gravy all over it. No, it's... Yeah. And Zeke doesn't know. Zeke is very... He looks on the fence. What do you think, Zeke? Great! Great! All right, you go ahead and grab, grab a fry. I don't like it. You don't like it? Oh, you just had a fry with some gravy on it. You don't have to like it. Oh my goodness, this is so... Even though it's good. Even though it's good, you don't like it. I'm grabbing one of these cheese curds here. Mm. This is good. I like it. I like it. But I have to admit, it's good. Who says good? You're right. It's good. It's good. 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 Hey, guys, have a good dish. <laughs> it's not good, but it tastes good. <laughs> oh, Fern. You're silly. You're silly. Did you know that? Mm. Yep. What do you think? Thumbs up? I'm not eating up. anymore. Two thumbs up for you. A hundred thumbs up for me. It's so good. I love fries. It tastes good, but you don't like it. <laughs> oh, one thumb up and one thumb down. Okay, that gets, that gets a little minus sign. This. This is interesting. All right. Now we've got alligator. We've got deep fried, and this is grilled. Sauteed. Oh, sauteed and deep fried. Okay. You so guys, say it's I'll yucky. try it first. I'll try it first. I got this. All right. So that is deep fried. You want to try deep fried? If you don't like it, you don't have to. Mm. Good. 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 All right. Do you want to try the grill? What, what do you think? What's it taste like to you? Chicken. It tastes like chicken? Mm -hmm. It's, it, it's a little chewier than chicken, isn't it? Yeah, those are those are called hush puppies. Ooh. And they're, okay, I'm gonna try the they're not made of alligator. They're more like cornbread, like cornbread balls. What do you think, Fern? Is it? Oh, you don't like that one? You don't like it, but does it taste yummy? It tastes like chicken. It's like chicken nuggets. What? You don't have to eat anymore if you don't actually like it. Blue. Oh, so it's yummy, but you don't like it, right? Okay. So do you, do you want to eat more? Do you want to? Did you try this one? Oh, you don't like that one? Is, is it one of those? It's yucky all the way. It's yucky all the way. You don't like this one? What about this one? Is this one, it tastes good, but you don't like it? It tastes good, but you don't like it. Okay. We'll just give it a little, it's okay. Yeah. All right, well, I think we can stop recording on this one. Yeah. Yep, that's why we're, that's why we took the spot. Okay. The so cotton candy tastes good. All right, we just had 
the halo cone here at the state fair and as you heard Fern likes the cotton candy part. We all like the cotton candy part. We all like the cotton candy part. Yum. <laughs> Yum. Right. Hey, did you copy me. Bet, 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 bet. Right. No, you copied but, me. But did you like the ice cream part too? The ice cream part was good? It was okay. It was okay? It was okay but I don't like it. It was good. It was, it was good? Okay, okay. But I didn't like it. Okay, but you didn't like the ice cream part. Okay, got it. I'm getting a bite for you, okay? Alright, here. Turn it here. Alright. So we got the meat spaghetti and meatball on a stick. Then I got a bite for you here. Hey, hey, hey. Take this fork. Hey, hey, hey. Take this fork. Take this fork. Take this fork because I got a bite for you, okay? Just be careful. Good. Alright. Spaghetti and meatball on a stick. Oh, no, Angela, you have I'm okay. I'm okay. Spaghetti and meatball on a stick. Oh no! I'm okay. Okay. It's it's a little bit messy because we're okay, trying to eat it. Let's put it. Let's put it on the ground. Yeah. Let's. Well, at least get it lower. Bernie, what do you think? Do you like the spaghetti? Bernie, do you like the spaghetti? See. See. Thank you, Grandpa. There's a grasshopper there. Two locusts. <laughs> Meatballs on the stick is a hit, apparently. Did you want a bit of meatball? No? You're just thirsty? Alright. So, spaghetti and meatball on a stick is a hit. It's good and yummy. Okay. But it's good and I don't like it. It's good and you don't like it. That is six years old for you. Oh, we like the cotton candy. Everything can be good, but she doesn't like it. All right, let's get some water. All right. You still have that angry face on it. I have an angry face on me. All right, so you guys like that? Yeah. All right, you want to give the, the macaroni and cheese from that place to try? Yeah. This came from Oodles of Noodles. So they just. Yeah. Not careful. Good. Good. Okay. I'll taste it better. You taste it better. There we go. I taste it better. Okay. Bernie, do you want to try this, the macaroni and cheese? Yeah? Right. Evan, can you give her a fork? Can you take one of those forks? Alright, that one. All the state fair food is so far a good hit. Whoa. Especially oh. the spaghetti and meatball dinner on a stick. Tastes good. It tastes good, but... Like it. Oh, you like it. She okay. likes it. Ladies and gentlemen, she likes it. <laughs> you have the future Simon Cowell right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was hilarious. Everything she tries is like, it tastes good, but I don't like it. Like, okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, 
we had a lot of fun going around trying new foods and it yeah and those are the same kids that are gonna try uh dandy uh yeah those are the same kids it'll be interesting if we find that that same kid says the same thing during the session <laughs> I like she's, it. she's, she's good little... I don't like it. <laughs> she's, she's a bit small to try Dungeons and Dragons just yeah. yet. She's only what, six years old or something. Yeah, she could do. Six. She could do the dice rolls. Just random dice rolls. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she could roll twenty. Oh, that's good. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, there's one last thing we did not do. Oh, we forgot to roll for their new oh, restaurant. We, ha, let's do that right now. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's roll a dinner check. Pam, if you would like to do the honors. Oh, okay. I'll do that. Should I, should I do it in front of them? All right. Grab the dice. Ah. It's so heavy. All right. Now, don't blame it on me if we... <laughs> yeah, I roll for Octo Fish Bar. So, <laughs> so <laughs> blame it on you. <laughs> All right. Eleven. Eleven is... is Andale's. No, that's Adele's. Oh, oh Adele's. Sorry, <laughs> Andale's somewhere else on their list. That's actually, Adele's. That's actually, um, uh, I hope they're still open. It's, because they're uh, usually closed during the wintertime. Well, it's and not winter. I know, but yeah, I don't so know when they We're just going to have to hit them up really soon because they are an ice cream and frozen custard place yes. in Excelsior. Oh, yes. Let's and, see. I am looking it up. Uh, looks like they are open they are open okay good awesome. so we can probably go there that's um this is actually i think this is one of mine I that, put on this list. that yeah adele's would be yours but yeah it's spelled so similar to on the on the like, you walk up to the custard bar and you're like i need a taco Hello. please <laughs> anyway okay that's our show for you um again um my name is Angela, and you can find me on Twitter at, uh, oh gosh, what's my Twitter handle? Isn't it Pleasant, Pleasant Doom? <laughs> at Pleasant Doom. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not the only one who does this. It's okay. Okay. And I am on, I'm also on Twitter. My name is Pam, by the way. I'm on Twitter, PandaCatDragon1. I'm also on Instagram, PandaCatDragon. And you can find me on Twitter at Elfios at TC. T-Cities Edwin. T-Cities Edwin. Yep. <laughs> T-Cities Edwin. If you have any comments or questions or any fun things you'd like to email to us, you can send those to dungeondiners at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see, you we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.